Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And Jonah, today our special guest is fellow Rotarian, Dr. Arnold Rufa, and he's discussing a fascinating topic and something we all should learn more about, male breast cancer. Good morning, Dr. Arnold Rufer. Good morning. So uh, I'm one of the 99 out of 100 who didn't realize that men could get breast cancer. I mean, it's a very hot topic in, as far as uh, the women we love, our mothers, our sisters, our wives, our girlfriends. You know, you see the pink ribbons everywhere. Um, is this a recent development or is this something that just has been a hidden problem? It's not recent. I mean, the year I got it, 1991, uh, there were 900 reported cases. It's in, now in the up, world or in the United States. In the United States, okay. It's now up to 2,000. Is that because it's been detected, or that it is becoming more prevalent? I believe it's becoming more prevalent. I mean, men don't think they can get breast cancer because they don't think they have breasts. Well, are the, is there screening like every year? You know, I know I go to my, for my mammogram religiously. I get notices if I'm late making my appointment. I mean, I'm I don't want to say chase, but I'm I'm reminded reminded and reminded if I'm if I don't make that annual appointment there's no screening for men that's why one of the things I do at my rotary club is I make them aware come October I blast them and I tell them because that is breast cancer awareness Awareness month yeah and I just make sure that they realize men can get it and men die from it because they don't think it's cancer. Because mm-hmm. like everything else, early dete- detection right. is your best offense. That's now, right. you said, Dr. Rufa, that uh, there are 900 cases um, in the year that you uh, were afflicted with it, and now there are how many in the They're United States? They're reporting 2,000. Right. That, of course, pales into significance uh, by number with of women. cases of oh, female totally. breast cancer. Absolutely. So, uh, of course, women are advised... But it's on advised, the rise. That's yeah. the scary part. Yeah, women are advised, of course, to have uh, self-examinations. Uh, my wife has a little thing that hangs in the shower with all the instructions and all. Um, how do men go around detecting this or check to themselves? They can check the, the same way. Okay. Or when they go for their annual exam, if they go for an annual exam, they ask the doctor, please check my breasts. You know, that's so important. Uh, I go for an annual physical and, uh, you know, the doctor says, well, you, you know, even at your age, you might live another week. But I, I, religiously, I go every year. And it's important, folks. You know, I know so many people who say, oh, I haven't been a doctor in 20 years. Not bright, folks. Go for your annual checkup. So let's talk. First of all, uh, you, you, are, you are a doctor. What kind of physician are you? I'm yes. the best kind of retired. Retired. <laughs> <laughs> what was I, your I, area I re- of expertise? I retired 14 years ago. I was uh, solo practice obstetrics and gynecology for 30 years. Oh, my goodness. I paid my dues. The miracle okay. of life, though. The miracle of life. Of course, you got no sleep. You're probably delivering babies well, in, in the middle of the night. Interestingly enough, at the same time, my wife at that time, we were married 24 years. She had breast cancer, 22 no and a half of them. Oh. oh, all right. And then the cat got it, and then I got it. Oh, my. Do you think it's your environment? Nope. 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 Okay, you've ruled that out. Just coincidental. It was all coincidental. So do, do, I'm curious. If men are – the okay, so you have your self-examination, but if you go to a medical facility, is their exam the same as, as women? Can they get a mammogram? Men can get a mammogram. I had it. It hurt like hell. Yeah, it is. And when my patients used to tell me, 
oh, the doctors say it's not going to hurt. I say he's full of bull mm-hmm. because well, it's going to hurt. Doctor Rotarian, Doctor Arnold Rufa, let's take back, take us back to your personal experience with male breast cancer. When did you first figure something was wrong? What symptoms did you have? In 1988, a patient of mine asked me to write for a company that she that had OBGYN articles. So I taught myself at the computer. I got an ulcer, mm-hmm. and the ulcer medication I was taking caused gynecomastia, swelling of the breast. That was in 88. Uh, I went to the doctor. He said, it's gynecomastia. Let's watch it. Well, I watched it. It grew. It got smaller. It grew and got smaller. Then in June of 91, it grew. It got very painful. I went to see him, and he said, I think it's time to remove this. And a few days later, went into the hospital. They did a large biopsy. And I'll never forget, the following Monday, I went to his office, and I got that dreadful statement. Rufus, sit down. We got to talk. And I knew that Mm -hmm, was it. mm -hmm. And do you think this medication you took was the genesis of this or just, again, bad luck and coincidence? I think it just attention to my breast. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said it was painful, and uh, they sat down and gave you the talk and used the dreaded C word, cancer. Yeah. And um, what, uh, if you don't mind sharing with our audience, what uh, happened next? What, what happened next? What kind of methodology you used to, to attack this? I had a uh, breast removal, right. mastectomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I had chemo. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And took chemo for six months, during which time I still worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day a one day a week, I got an injection, and it made me tired, so I didn't work then. But it actually, I was still practicing medicine during all that, and my patients were able to relate much more to what I was going through, and I was able and to relate versa, to them. And vice versa, I'm sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Although I've been living this since 1976, when mm-hmm. my wife had gotten it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's... It's been in your life. It's lo- been in my life. For as long as you can remember, and, it sounds um, like. So, uh, uh, Doctor, you have a very positive attitude, uh, and you're hale and hearty today. Uh, how much is a positive attitude part of uh, dealing with any serious disease? It's a, There's a major connection between the mind and the body. Mm-hmm. If you think positive, it helps a lot. If you're married to a woman who's whole goal is to keep you healthy it helps a lot right and with my new job doing photography i get up every morning shoot the sunrise oh no Mm -hmm. kidding the sunrise reminds you it's another day i'm alive in front of you yes that's right yes that's what a lovely philosophy and approach to life how often does male breast cancer go undetected doctor that i don't know oh it it must be in huge proportions because it's not part of the um, critical path or your regular the, exam. I it's mean, not part of the male this, psyche. I'm learning so much. Exactly. Yeah, right. Not part of the male psyche. It sounds like it's not part of the medical psyche either, is it? It's Dr. not Rufa, part like of the medical psyche, and it's interesting. Two years ago, I was giving a program at Rotary mm-hmm. and discussed my experience with male breast cancer, brought it up again a few weeks later, and one of the members said, Oh, is Rufa going to talk about breast cancer again? And I heard him. Mm-hmm. And about three weeks later, his daughter came down oh. with breast oh, cancer. Dear. Oh, no. Now, oh, one dear. didn't have anything to do with the other, right, right. but I think it gave him a new respect. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, you know, we have people listening today. Um, 
of a certain age. Uh, we have a wide spectrum of listeners. But um, at what age should men start be concerning about this, or is it just at any age? I think at any age. Right. And uh, take us step by step. Uh, what advice do you give for men who, uh, who are now concerned, now enlightened the way I am? Well, how should they examine themselves for uh, male breast cancer? You can do the exam the same way women do, in the shower, Yeah. wet with soap. Mm-hmm. Okay. You run your hands over the breasts, making sure you hit all the quadrants, and if you feel something, you make sure you call your doctor and say, hey, I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is both, of course, both? Both breasts. And this should it be every time you take a shower, once a month, once, once a week? Once a month. And right. I bet you could go online and get those instructions if, if your wife doesn't hang or another female inhabitant of your abode doesn't have it hanging in the shower. <laughs> Couldn't you, Dr. Ruth? I'm sure you could go online and find out how to do the self-exam. Now, when if you go to the doctor... Um, Again, men should if if you're going for your fi- your regular exam, annual exam as a male, should you be bringing this up with your um, your general practitioner? I'd like to have a, a a breast screening. Absolutely, and if your general general practitioner says, "Yeah, what are you worried about?" Get a new general practitioner. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, because it sounds like it's a really um, underrated, or we're not we're, we're not thinking it's ahead. It's an unknown. It's an un- exactly. Well, not known enough. Right. Not known exactly. enough, and not it is enough. underrated. Mm-hmm. Underrated, definitely. And we're going to find out more about uh, male breast cancer with our very special guest, Rotarian Doctor Rufa, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners: they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Treboss, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest, Dr. Arnold Rufa, and Sarah, tell us who brings us Radio Rotary this week. Well, Jonah and Dr. Rufa, Radio Rotary is sponsored this week by Rotary International, Rotary District seventy two ten, and the Rotary Clubs of Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Brewster, Cairo, Congress. Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, and Kingston Sunrise. After immunizing more than 2 billion children, Rotary Club members are close to wiping polio from the face of the earth. Thanks to a matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to protect children against polio forever. End polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. 
JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm here with my co-host, who's suffering a little bit with allergies, Mr. Jonah. And unfortunately, our guest, Dr. Rufer, does not, is not an allergist. I know. I was hoping he could fix you up, because he handles, he's here talking he about something the, a little bit more important than your handle, drippy eyes. He used to handle the other end. He was an OBGYN man. That's right. Well, okay. I don't think you were, unless you're, there's something you're not telling me. I don't I, think you I was, were his right, client. Dr. Rufer, we'll get back to you in just a second. I was treated once by an OBGYN man. I was at the Boy Scout National Jamboree and I got the world's biggest blister on my foot. And I went to the first aid tent and this guy did a gorgeous job taping uh-huh. me up and taking care of the blister. I think it was fantastic. And so you got back to civilization and you wanted to sign up and become no, a patient no, no, of his no, no, and he no, had to no, tell no, you no, the no. facts of life. I said to him, I says, are you like an emergency room doctor or, <laughs> or, or a medic in the military? He says, no, I'm an OGB, OGBYN man. I, I haven't done this since medical school. <laughs> so I ran to the pay booth because no days there was no cell phones. Called my wife and says, I've just been treated by a gynecologist. <laughs> but can we get back to our guest? Well, let's do that because okay. we're talking about something a lot more serious and something <laughs> and that important. people need to become, become more aware and that's part of our mission here here on Radio Rotary, is to give heightened awareness to important topics and people doing good works. Our guest is Dr. Arnold Rufa, and today we're discussing male breast cancer and how prevalent it has become in today's world and how unknown it is to most people. And Dr. Rufa, you come from personal experience, because not only do you have an interest as a uh, practitioner of the medical arts, but uh, you suffered with this yourself. I suffered with it. My wife suffered with right. it. Our cat suffered with it. Well, let's talk a little bit about what happened to you. In the first half of the show, you did tell us how it was discovered, how it was operated on. And um, what was the recovery like? I found it very simple. I, I had no problem with the chemo. Right. Uh, I figured if I was going to lose any hair, I didn't have too much to begin with. <laughs> you and Jonah have the same haircut. You know, well, you know what they say: grass doesn't grow on a busy street. That's right. <laughs> and when I say that, my That's wife says. That's a new one. And when I say that, my wife says it doesn't go through concrete either. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I like Ellen. <laughs> I'm. She's the wife. I'm the work wife. You see, and we are like this, uh-huh. very close. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying, Doctor. So the Rufa. chemo really didn't bother me. Uh, I did have a mustache at the time, and it thinned out, so I just ended up getting rid of it. Right. And my hair that thinned out a little, when it grew back, it grew back thicker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it didn't, that didn't bother me. And it didn't uh, uh, interfere with the range of motion of your arms or anything? No, not at all. And uh, do you still go back for checkups regularly? No. All right. Well, I'm nice. I say, said that one fast. Say, say yes. <laughs> I go to my internist. Okay. And I do breast exams constantly. So I'd like to go back to 
how um, men should be doing self-exams in the shower once a week, just like women. If you don't know how to do one, uh, you can go online and find the instructions or ask a woman that you feel comfortable with sharing that type of information. Um, when men go to their uh, general for their general checkup yearly annual exam, they should initiate and bring the topic up. Breast cancer is, and give us that stat one more time, Dr. Rufa, uh, the how many cases? Is We're up to 2,000 a year. A year. Um, and those are the ones that are being reported and the ones that, that the patient and the doctors and everybody else are aware of. Correct. And if your, if your physician is not hip to it or open to it or feels that it's unimportant, the recommendation is you should seek out another opinion, perhaps even another doctor. And do men have mammograms? Men will have a mammogram if something's picked up on exam. A very uncomfortable mammogram. Well, Isn't they, the same machine that the ladies same use. Same machine. They have gotten. I will say this: they've yes. gotten a little bit more comfortable. If the facility you go to has a digital one now, yes, it's yeah. it's still not the most pleasant thing. But it doesn't take a long time. That should not be the reason why anybody should not have the exam because it is. If if something is detected, they mm-hmm. they are really able to Johnny on the spot tell you almost immediately with the with the digital ones. Yeah. Now there and that's that's been a huge leap forward. The the old ones where they smushed you and they literally yeah. smushed you like a pancake. Um, they were uncomfortable, and I think the people didn't keep up with them because of that. I got smushed. You got smushed. Oh, did I get smushed. And would you agree, Doctor, that one of the biggest killers around today is just plain fear and ignorance? Absolutely. If you can get rid of the fear and let people know, hey, it's a potential, then they'll follow through. You know, this is one of the times I wish... And it's remedied now. Oftentimes, this is not... You know, in the old days or 20 years ago, when you yeah. said the word cancer, you, you, you felt sentence. like your days were numbered. Right. Now, it's all about if you if they suggest that or they find something that could be cancer, oftentimes that early jumping right on it, removal, treatment, people live long, long, healthy, normal lives like our guests. And I wish that we had television now instead of just plain radio, even though I have a face that belongs on radio. And I I would love them to see how vigorous and energetic our guest, Dr. Arnold Rufer, is uh, a cancer survivor. Um, and he, he's he is has a uh, second um, passion and right. I was um, about to ask him about that, but you can do that. <laughs> an <laughs> occupation or calling. He's he's a professional photographer now. How, how'd in you get into that? Of his life, I used to take a lot of photos, send the film off. It would come back. I would look at it. And I'd say, "Oh, that's nice." Put it in a box, and that was it. When my wife and I first started communicating. She suggested I get a digital camera right. and sent me my first copy of Photoshop. And it's been uphill since then. For so those the who don't know, is, Photoshop uh, is Photoshop a, is a, a photo manipulating You can touch program. things up. So the rest yeah. is history. So the rest is history. I now do a lot of shows, sell photos. Uh, I have the Welcome to Nyack banner is a panoramic photo that I did. It's 15 feet. And Uh you live in Nyack, New York. We live in Nyack. And you are a member of the Nyack Club. I'm a member of the Nyack Club. And Bunny Webb, the incomparable Bunny Webb, is a member of your club. And that is how you came to us, actually. I think it was Bunny that introduced us all. Right. right. When did your club meet? We meet on 
I just blocked Tuesday? it. Tuesday? Tuesday at noon. Okay. At yeah. La Fontana Restaurant on South Broadway in Nyack. And Sarah wants to know? Well, I always want to know how the food is. The food is magnificent. So. Okay, so folks, if you're in Nyack, come be Dr. Rufus' guest at He Rotary. might take a pic of you. He takes a you picture, could, no you, extra charge. You could. Uh, you might be involved in, an, in a campaign or advertisement somewhere. Right, not and if you're, not, if you're not in a Nyack area and still want to know about the fun and fellowship of Rotary, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, and... Find out where your local Rotary Club meets. Join us for the fun, the fellowship, and the friendship of uh, Rotary. And you'll get to meet wonderful people like our guest, Dr. Arnold Rufa, and uh, learn about the interesting things like uh, male breast cancer. Um, doctor, what's the prognosis for the future? Uh, are, are the chemicals in our environment, the chemicals in our food, is this what's causing um, increases in cancer? Or is it just better detection that it seems like we have more people involved? I think we're, it's probably we are what we eat and what we're exposed to. Right. It's and environmental, you're I saying. I think it's you an environmental, like it's environmental type thing. Right. Absolutely. Do you think that stress has, has anything to stress do with it? Stress does a, ma- a major. I, I just I feel like stress in people's lives makes them sick. Absolutely. I, just, I see it happening in front of my <clears throat> eyes sometimes. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to recommend, you said, how do men learn how to do this? Right. Yes. If they do the breast exam on their partner and then have their partner do the breast exam on them and oh, that's make a great it idea. into and a I'm very so glad positive that, thing. That you that's brought what that I used up. to tell my patients. That is a great idea. And I'm glad you as a doctor brought it up clinically on the air Absolutely. as opposed to Jonah. And then I would have to like <laughs> wordsmith and massage the message so we didn't get, oh my gosh, emails. <laughs> it's it's not I, the message that scandalous. needs massaging. <laughs> I have been, I have been go, very good. <laughs> I have not said one word, especially when you gave me, when you threw that Right over the plate, that softball about massage. <laughs> this this is, true. is a family show. He, he, he requires constant full-time management. I don't know if you picked up on that or not. Absolutely. But. High maintenance. <laughs> and they well, think women are high maintenance. Dr. Alrufo, give us your, um, your website so people can look at your beautiful photography. My website is www.rufamd.com. Okay, and one more time www.rufamd r-o-u-f-a-m-d dot com and, what's, and there'll what's, be beautiful pictures won't right. they some First of your photography you. oh I'm so happy and give the guys in the audience one last advice about uh, avoiding this, this scourge of male breast cancer be aware that that's the main thing that, that helps get rid of your fear I mean it's interesting the only I, I can realize how many women feel when they don't have a breast. Right. When right. I used to go swimming, I would mm-hmm. always put a towel uh-huh, over uh-huh. my chest uh-huh, and uh-huh. sit there with that. Now, I don't care. care. Yeah. But then again, most women have reconstructive surgery. Well, that's a whole nother show, isn't it? Absolutely. Because we're going to have to wrap it up. But that, those are options. Absolutely. Yes. Dr. Arnold Rufa, thank you so much for uh, joining us on Radio Rotary. And thank you for letting us know about this important topic. And for putting up with Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. <laughs> and who do we welcome as our regular sponsor, Miss Sarah? Well, Mr. Jonah, today Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, 
and the Rotary Clubs of Millbrook, New Windsor, Cornwall, Newburgh, New City, New Paltz, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio.